Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. And good morning. You're on Dirt Radio with Sam. I'm flying solo today. Uh, so today we're going to be talking with Robin Torbenfeld from uh, the Peace and Anti-Nuclear Clean Energy Collective of Faux Brisbane. She's currently up at the Talisman Sabre War Games, in inverted commas. Some like to call them war rehearsals. And uh, there's been some civil disobedience and direct action going on up around there uh, by the, the bunch of peace activists that have gathered my understanding is that uh, there are currently four people on the live firing range, uh, two peace pilgrims doing a pilgrimage through the firing range and the cat in the hat. Although I do believe the cat in the hat may have extra people with him uh, that are hiding. Rumour is that the cat in the hat sent about 20 letters off to the military a couple of weeks ago, challenging them to a truly terrific game of cat in the hat, cat in the hat's hide and seek to draw attention to the fact that these games are ridiculous and dangerous, cost a lot of money, damage the environment, and are preparation for uh, US troop deployment potentially out of Australia into countries such as Syria. That'll be coming up shortly, but hot off the press... I have just received a text message from a group of activists because that's often what happens to people that do dirt radio. Um, So my understanding is that there is a bunch of activists known as the Shenhua Sherlocks who are on the hunt for Greg Hunt this morning trying to find out where the environment environment minister has gone. Uh, Now, if you've uh, not been living under a rock, of course, you would know uh, that over the last, since I think Thursday or Friday, uh, the Tony Abbott government has come out and uh, really declared a war on renewable energy and also approved a large coal mine, Chinese coal mine. Of course, Australia just signed off on a free trade agreement, again in inverted commas. What does that mean? There's nothing free about it. Uh, And part of that agreement, of course, carries the deadly ISDS clause, uh, which for uh, anyone out there that doesn't know what that means, it's a investment state dispute resolution process uh, that basically involves a secret tribunal, uh, three people uh, deciding on whether a corporation is deservant of compensation if it decides to sue the government. So effectively, if this mine were to be stopped by the community, uh, the outrage is obvious, even amongst the Liberal Party. There are splits between the Nationals and the Liberals on this. If the community and those politicians that have a backbone were to stop this disastrous coal mine, which is going to add exponentially 
not only to climate change but leave us stranded with coal assets while the rest of the world is moving to renewables, the Chinese government could effectively, with their corporation, sue the Australian government for loss of future profitability, which of course could be perceived to be in the billions of dollars. This is what is coming our way under the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, foreign corporations being able to sue the government when the people object to having their food bowls destroyed by open-cut coal mines. So a group of activists are on the hunt for Greg Hunt. Latest update, just received another text. They are at his office down in Hastings. Uh, And so uh, the Shenhua Sherlocks seem to have located Uh, the environmental minister. The question is, can they convince him to actually act as the environment minister? Stay tuned. If we get any more updates during the show, we will definitely fill you in. And a big shout out to those activists that are on the hunt for Greg Hunt. Uh, We are really wondering where he is. I do believe the environment minister's job is to defend the environment. However, this government seems to be absolutely determined to not only destroy any sort of clean energy formation that doesn't involve the carbon capture of coal, uh, along with the environment movement in general, as we can see from the House of Reps inquiry into environment organisations. It would be nice to have an inquiry into the kind of Uh, subsidies and tax breaks that corporations are receiving. I noticed recently that a uh, poll came out that showed that – actually, sorry, it wasn't a poll. It was was a release of documents around uh, Liberal Party donors. Uh, Now, of course, they only uh, release donors that have donated, I think, over $12,500. So there's a lot of donors that probably aren't on that list. Uh, But it's a three-page list. It was in Crikey. You can look it up. Use the old Googles or GoGoDuck or whatever form of um, search engine you like, what you will discover is that many of the donors to the Liberal Party seem to be heavily invested in either coal, fossil fuel industry, or belong to banks that support such projects. Uh, So now more than ever with the attacks on wind and now the attacks on solar, uh, this government, yes, I know it sounds bizarre, they're going after wind and sun energy. Uh, It really makes you wonder what's going on. Um, But if you want to get involved and help us fight all of these big, nasty environment and social justice destroyers, please do jump on the FOE website, uh, melbourne.foe.org.au and join our renewable energy campaign or our quick coal campaign. You can volunteer your time or you can make a financial donation if you don't have the time but you have the means. But now more than ever, we need people involved because clearly the government is completely insane. Let's hope that the Chenoir Sherlock's discover whether Greg Hunt has also completely lost his mind and can report back before the end of the show. We're going to be uh, on air shortly with Robin. I'm just going to go and line up the call. Uh, In the meantime, here's a couple of community announcements. Do you want to get in contact with a socially progressive audience and diverse communities? Are you organising a forum, concert, festival, rally, call-out or film screening and want to let people know? Unlike other community radio stations, 3CR doesn't have commercial advertising. But we do offer not-for-profit, community and government organisations a chance to connect with 3CR's diverse and lively audience. 
Go to www.3cr.org.au and find out about our very affordable community announcements. Or call 3CR on 9419 8377 and get your event on air. That's right, you're on 3CR Community Radio and this is Dirt Radio, a show sponsored by Friends of the Earth. So as I uh, was saying in my introduction, today we're going to be talking to Robin up in Queensland about what's been happening in the Talisman Sabre Games. You can follow online uh, either on Twitter, Peace Convergence or Peace Convergence 2015 on Facebook. And uh, before we go to Robin, I just wanted to mention that, of course, the Talisman Sabre Games this year, which happen every two years, are are spanning the breadth and depth of Australia. Uh, I guess this goes along with the the newly uh, (laughs) permanent base that has been built in the Northern Territory with US Marines rotating in and out at a rapid rate. Uh, So there have been exercises happening from Darwin all the way across to uh, Rockhampton, Yupoon, Shoalwater Bay, which is right next to Yupoon in Queensland on the Tropic of Capricorn. Uh, It seems that very uh, late yesterday what went up was uh, Justin Tuddy from the NT uh, No Basis campaign single-handedly tried to slow down a talisman sabre war preparation in Darwin. Uh, Justin saw that there was preparation being made for an amphibious landing by US Marines near Lee Point Beach. And he tried to get some people down there, um, but it was such short notice there was not many people available. So Justin, who I've had the pleasure of working with in various peace convergence, being the brave, uh, committed soul that he is, waded out into the water in an attempt to disrupt the exercises. Uh, After a few hours, he was eventually detained. And get this, listeners, he was fined $480 for disturbing the peace. That's right, disturbing the peace uh, by trying to stop a bunch of foreign Marines landing on our beach. Hmm. Okay, so thanks, Justin, for being so courageous and uh, trying to uh, stop these war preparations, which, of course, we know are more than just games. They're about interoperability and using Australia as a military outpost and launching pad for America's uh, pivot towards the Asia region. Region. I'm just going to get Robin on the line. Hi, Robin. Are you there? I am here. Hello. Hello from Rockhampton. Hello. Peace capital of Australia. Ah, yes. I heard all the uh, the big cow statues up there were decorated with peace signs. Yes. War is bull. <laughs> oh, I can imagine the beef capital of Australia would have appreciated that greatly. <laughs> I think they did see the humour in it. They oh, thought it was laughable. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a very peaceable action. So, look, there's been some some rather laughable things going on up there. Uh, I'd like to, in a minute, talk about the very serious fact that there are activists that have entered uh, the live firing range again. Uh, But first of all, just on the lighter side, I believe that you had three large Nemo helium balloons uh, arrested and taken off you because they were some sort of threat. Oh, that's right. Uh, We did – Nemo was uh, arrested and confiscated. We had uh, a school of large helium balloons. They – one of them was capable of being remotely controlled. <laughs> uh, they are uh, toys that you can buy in, in cheap shops and online. 
And uh, the ones we had were in a very large helium-inflated clownfish. And uh, it's very significant that the clownfish, whether they were just balloons, some of them were just balloons, and one of them was capable of being remote-controlled, would be seen as a breach of peace and while and arrested by the police, confiscated by the police, while those police are actually protecting drones, real-life drones here on the airfield in Rockhampton, along with all the armaments of nuclear weapons-capable warfare. And so we are very concerned that we are making point that uh, we want to save the reef from military grief. The Talisman Sabre military exercise does take place within the waters of the Great Barrier Reef Marine Park, as well as Ramsar-listed wetlands that are comprised in Shoalwater Bay. And we're concerned about the environmental impact, and we're also equally concerned about the military impact, the human cost, and the surveillance aspect that we see the increased um, encroaching militarism of our daily lives. And so we're, drones are actually, for, for the first time, being used in the military exercises here in Rockhampton. They're on the runway, I believe, in our civilian airport, and yet helium balloons are considered um, a breach of the peace. Well, you know, in the bizarro world that we're living in at the moment, it kind of fits perfectly with Team Australia's uh, thinking and logic. Uh, I want to just come back to the drone component because there's two things about that that uh, are really disturbing, which I hope the listeners are aware of and and certainly will be after this. Um, So... You know, the extrajudicial assassination program, the the kill list that Obama has for drone assassinating supposed terrorists, we all know that Pine Gap plays a significant role in uh, targeting and locating um, targets uh, for US drones. And, of course, uh, last year there were two... Australian uh, citizens who were assassinated by American drones in Yemen. Uh, And of course, there's been absolutely no consequence or investigation of that other than Tony Abbott trusts that they must have been doing something wrong and therefore the American government, with the aid of Pine Gap surveillance equipment, were able to target and kill two Australians. Uh, I find this incredibly disturbing, uh, not only for its lack of due process and presumption of innocence and rule of law, but also that it, it, it just seemed to not even ripple in the Australian community that there was an issue with that. Now, the second component about the drones that really is bothering me and that I see these kind of war rehearsals enforcing is several years ago, Australia changed its legislation around cluster munitions. And we know that America has used cluster munitions extensively. Uh, Now, as far as I know, we signed on and ratified an agreement banning cluster munitions. And then we changed our domestic legislation, which basically enables American troops on Australian soil to store, load, carry, pretty much do everything with cluster munitions with the help of Australians except pulling the trigger. So my question uh, to you is, do you think that the drones that they're using in these games are the kind of drones that could be loaded with nukes and and cluster munitions or are they uh, surveillance drones? Uh, That is a very good question. Sam, I am 
unable to answer that accurately. I am able to tell people that if you're interested in finding out what kinds of munitions and uh, equipment may be being used in the military exercises, you can look at the public environment report that was released in June um, this year by ACOM, A-E-C-O-M. You can research uh, uh, Google or look up whatever server you use. Um, the ACOM Talisman a Republic Environment Report, and you will uh, see a list of equipment that may or may not be being used. I um, I don't want to misquote. I believe the drones are Israeli mm-hmm. manufactured. I'm sorry. Well, that that would make a lot of sense considering our close relationship with uh, Albert Systems, which, of course, as you know, we uh, shut down uh, only recently uh, because they do have domestic contracts both with the Australian military and the AFP as well as, of course, making 85% of the drones that Israel used. And I know that during uh, the major components of the Iraq war, Australia was leasing Israeli drones via Canada. So it's a complex web of money exchange that we're, we're weaving and the only people that seem to be benefiting um, from this equipment are, of course, the arms manufacturers. Uh, and that brings us to what you guys are doing up there and obviously it's to show resistance to the wars and calling on Australians to start preparing for peace instead of war. And as part of that, there's been a series of direct actions taking place. Uh, of course, earlier there were several uh, people that walked on to the live firing range, three people, um, and they were arrested very quickly and taken out and I believe they've already gone to court and been processed. And now I'm hearing rumours that there are all sorts of people floating around on the live range, uh, including a couple of peace pilgrims and a collection of uh, individuals wearing cat-in-the-hat costumes who are calling themselves the provocateurs of peace. Uh, What do you know about where that's at? I know we're pretty desperate for some information down here or some photos or something to uh, sink our teeth into to to know what's going on up there. Yes, as far as I understand, there are, um, uh, I believe, three groups of people Pilgrims or um, trespassers on the military, or civilians, I should say, because they're not really trespassing. The boundary that is um, created there is actually artificially created by the Australian Defence Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Shellwater Bay training area is a large area, as we said, that is actually Ramsar listed wetland and is, is the traditional land of the Darumbal people uh, who are the uh, recognized traditional owners and who have limited access because of the military's uh, use or occupation of that land. Uh, there are uh, a, the cat in the hat is making um, his appearance around the um, site, as far as we're aware. We have had some peace pilgrims trespassing, I believe. Uh, we, there is a sh- peace shrine to Franz Jägerstetter somewhere within the military training zone that has been set up in previous talisman sabers. And so certainly some people uh, will, I'm sure, aim to visit that peace shrine and have some prayer or ritual for peace there. Uh, and as far as I'm aware, um, there are also... Um, some uh, Quaker grannies who are also planning to engage with the uh, military in a peaceful way and um, and encourage them to 
stop the military exercises and stop training for war. But we, we do call them war games, and we like to use the pun, war is not a game, and have games of hide-and-seek, which is, I believe the cat in the hat is doing at the moment. Um, however, we do know these are actually serious war preparations, and, and we don't want to make light of them. So there is a lot of reverence going on and respect for the site and um, sincere calling for uh, an alternative to preparations for war, which is obviously, um, as a key ally to the United States, uh, encouraging another direction, and that's the path of disarmament and peace. Uh, uh, I believe that throughout the war games, we will see um, these kind of trespasses or um, direct actions continue. Uh, we also have a very had a very strong presence in town. We had other kinds of action taken. We've had a film night with uh, a Japanese activist, Kozue Akebayashi, the international president of the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, uh, where we also screened the world premiere screening of the film about the tiger plowshares, helicopter plowshares that took place here in 2011, where Brian Law hit a helicopter in a creative act of disarmament. And that was the film War on Trial has just been released here. We've been handing out peace balloons at the Military Open Day, which is one of our fun activities where we uh, offer peace balloons and then people actually walk around tanks and the kids climb on tanks and play with guns, but they're carrying peace balloons (laughs) and they go home carrying the peace message. We've also had uh, visual representation of the cost of war with the Children of the Gulf War photo exhibition, part of that exhibition being held by um, some of our people outside the Army barracks in Rockhampton, which is the barracks that services the military exercises. So we certainly having, and we've also had a Ring Around the Rosies flash mobs during the River Festival here. So we have a broad spectrum of responses to the military activity taking place in the region and the increased militarization of our region. One of the things we can certainly say is that, uh, be, and we'll claim, claim um, some credit for, is that uh, some of these military operations have are now taking place further from our visibility because of ongoing action in this region. And so, unfortunately, other communities, such as Darwin, may be bearing mm. the brunt of that. We uh, congratulate Justin for taking a stand, and we know there's uh, 2,500 U.S. troops on rotation up there. We know that Pine Gap is a seriously um, strategic and important uh, military site for the United States, probably more than any other, um, you know, installation uh, in Australia or activity in Australia. Pine Gap symbolizes the ongoing U.S. Um, use of Australia as as a not just friendly um, war games type of positioning, but as an ongoing place for current warfare. And what we're seeing here is U.S. troops from Japan on the Pacific and and um, forward deployed for war. Mm. So it's not just little um, friendly activities, but these are troops that are already in war stance, ready to be launched from Australia. And we know that um, WA also services these military exercises. We have former Senator Joe Valentine here as a Quaker Peace Granny, and this is a national issue, uh, and we really encourage people all around Australia to not allow 
their home, uh, civilian facilities in particular, such as the port of Brisbane and the Brisbane airport, to be used for these military purposes. Well, that raises some really interesting points um, about the the national kind of focus because, as we know, uh, Tony Abbott signed an agreement without, you know, really talking to anyone uh, with the US military for base expansion over the next 25 years. And then suddenly we have the closure of remote Aboriginal communities, this agreement to invest huge billions of dollars into opening up the north of uh, Australia, which really means putting in infrastructure for mining people and the US military. And along with that was uh, a plan to uh, build a much bigger port, which we would assume would enable then American nuclear ships to dock up that end of town. Uh, So it seems to me that we have gone from being an ally to being an absolute military outpost. And Australians should be really, really concerned, uh, particularly about what you just said around forward uh, deployment. Uh, Of course, if Americans don't have access to their bases in Japan to use, or if they're uh, moving more into Australia, then ultimately, we are facilitating uh, further escalation of resource wars. Uh, and th- this is a huge issue because we are being dragged into an interoperable scenario where the Australian public doesn't get a say. Uh, and, of course, that would make us a bigger target if we really want to talk about terrorism, um, then the deeper that we get embedded in the American military, of course, the bigger target that we become. Uh, So it seems really counterintuitive what's going on here, which seems to be the catchphrase for the entire Abbott government's stance on everything at the moment. Uh, So I'm wondering, Robin, we need to finish up. I'm just wondering if you can uh, let people know that are listening how they can follow, how they can send a message of support and stay in contact with what you guys are doing up there for another week. Certainly, thanks. Well, we do have a website, the peaceconvergence.org website, uh, which shows our media releases and media that we've um, achieved or acquired. We're doing the best we can. It's not really remote, but we are camping and people are out in the bush, so we're uh, trying to keep up to date with the activists on the ground and communicate what's going on to people around Australia through peaceconvergence.org. We also do have hashtag PC15, and people are tweeting out uh, their actions and photos. There is a Facebook group, the Peace Convergence 2015 Facebook group, and I believe uh, other hashtags are being used, such as TS15, the official one. It's certainly uh, fun and entertaining and worthwhile to communicate your concerns actually to the military and, and let the government know that certainly uh, you may contact the defense minister, uh, Kevin Andrews, and inform him that you're aware that civilians may be on or within the military training zone. And that's an occupational health and safety risk. The war games must be uh, the military exercises should be stopped. They must be stopped for that reason, if not for other reasons. And also that amphibious landings, uh, nuclear weapons capable submarines and aircraft carriers are not really part of defense, that you don't buy the line that this is for defense and training. We see this as training for wars of aggression and we say no. Thank you very much, Robin, for joining us. And thank you so much for representing FOA and being up there for the Pace Collective and highlighting the colonialism and the violence and destruction that continues to go on uh, around our country. Um, Please give my love to everyone up there and I'll be following online, so keep us updated. 
Oh, thank you so much, Sam. And remember to support Community Radio, because without Community Radio and Community Media, these messages wouldn't get out. Very true. Thanks, Robin. Bye. Thank you. Bye. And that was Robin Torbenfeld from Faux Brisbane's uh, Peace and Anti-Nuclear Clean Energy Collective. She's been up at the Talisman Sabre war games or war rehearsals, uh, supporting people that are taking action and doing some great creative stuff up there to draw attention to the fact that Australia is being dragged further and further into the US military and we're not sure that's a good way to go for the environment, for the First Nations people or for any of us in this country. So please do jump online, give them a shout out. They are There are activists that are on a live firing range uh, to show their dissent against war. Give Kevin Andrews' office a call and ask for them to halt the games while there are uh, civilians on the live firing range. Kevin Andrews, the Defence Minister, look him up, give him a call, flick him an email today and tell him that we want the war game stopped while there are civilians on the live range. It's a very beautiful area, very sensitive area. You can go to Faux Brisbane's website, also find a report they released several years ago about the environmental damage done to both the reef and to the... uh, Biodiversity within the Shoalwater Bay National Park, which, you know, should belong to the traditional owners. And of course, they've been locked out. So the US military and the Australian military can play games of death and destruction. You've been listening to Dirt Radio. It's nearly 11 o'clock, which means I've got to be out here. Big shout out. I just got an update. Uh, the activists that have gone on the search for Greg Hunt over the Shenhua mine, the Shenhua Sherlocks, are down at his office in Hastings. They're still there. Uh, jump online and follow Frontline Action on Coal. Uh, you might see some social media out of that. And I'll just double check the message. There was a, yeah, the hashtag is Stop Shenhua. Uh, which is the Chinese coal mine, of course, that was just approved in the same breath as the government just tried to crush wind and solar energy in this country. I really do hope the community stands up and rebels against this. And again, that's why it's so important to support groups by like Friends of the Earth, 40 years strong and still fighting uh, these issues to make sure that we have a future. So please go to our website, melbourne.fo.org.au, make a donation or sign up to volunteer and get involved in a campaign where you think you can help out. Every little bit helps and we need you now more than ever. You've been listening to Dirt Radio. I'm Sam. We'll be back next week. Have a good one.